Welcome to the Wickedly Smart Women podcast featuring stellar conversations with emerging and established Wickedly Smart Women. Thanks for joining us today as we celebrate the Wickedly Smart Women who are committed, care deeply, and have the courage to take action and create change all around the world. Now here's your host, Emerald Green Forest. Welcome to another episode of the Wickedly Smart Women podcast, where we celebrate Wickedly Smart Women and provide our listeners with a wealth of wisdom, along with immediately actionable steps to be smarter, spunkier, and more successful in their impact and their leadership. This is your host, Emerald Greenforest, and today we welcome our special guest, Diane Cernsich. Diane was born with entrepreneurial blood. She has passionately helped multi-million dollar corporations and mission-driven businesses easily and significantly increase revenues and master the art of sales for over 30 years. With her diverse careers and extraordinary life experiences, Diane has always been grounded in knowing that you must have a true understanding of what sales are to grow a thriving business. She has a unique perspective on marketing and sales and sees there is a massive myth about selling that is holding so many business owners back from getting out and serving more clients. Diane's programs and strategies help entrepreneurs and business owners with passion and vision to value their services and unravel that sales myth so they can serve more without quote, selling or being salesy. Diane shows them how to grow the business they love and make the money that they deserve. I also had the pleasure of meeting Diane in person a year ago at a mastermind event that we both attended, and we had some fun in the airport on the way home getting to know one another even better. So it's a delight to have you here. Thank you so much for coming today, Diane. I'm looking forward to our conversation. Oh, thanks so much for having me, Emerald. Yeah, it was it was great to meet you last year, and it was really kind of a, a stroke of luck for me to have some time with you in the airport. It really gave me a chance to get to know you and see how much you love helping and serving people, and it was a great experience, and it's an honor to be here today. I really appreciate it. Beautiful. Well, we're going to dive right into that whole idea of helping and serving people because essentially, according to your point of view. This is what sales is all about, is helping and serving people. So I'd love to have you talk a little bit about what called you to become interested in sales and then ultimately to start helping other people to be more yeah, capable and profitable and have more fun making sales while they're serving people as well. Okay. Well, I started out, as I said, in an entrepreneurial family. Uh, So kind of the overlying theme of our family was helping and serving and finding a way to fix things and make it more functional and all of that sort of thing. I really fell into sales at my first uh, corporate, massive corporate job right out of university. And I was, I was in a man's world at that time. So I was really going by the scripts that I was given and the rules and this is how to do it and all that sort of thing. And kind of when I figured out things and, and was a little bit more comfortable, 
what actually started guiding me was not only the relationships I was building with my clients, but there was a lot of intuition going on. I was, I was really using my gut to make decisions. And as time progressed and I was asked to train people and they were asking me what I was doing and trying to figure out how I was being successful, it was tough at that time to say, oh, I'm using my gut and you know my intuition tells me to do this. So it really was a mixture of understanding the process of sales and what it really entailed and, and the structure of that, but also throwing in the part of it that really is you. And as I went through my career, I really started to develop that piece that was more me and less corporate. Mm-hmm. And in doing that, I was able to really work with companies and small businesses and large businesses and individuals to help them not be afraid of the word sales and really understand what it was all about and understand that they don't have to be a salesy salesperson mm-hmm. to be able to share their business and their product and their gifts with people and to serve more. Mm. So that's really, and I guess the underlying part of it is that I, I love sales. I'm very passionate about it. I think there's, you know, so many businesses and wonderful people who have such great gifts and they're afraid to get out there because of the word sales and because of what that means to them. So there's a lot of people who need their gifts and need their services and aren't getting them. Mm, Beautiful. Well, I think where I want to take us uh, right now, Diane, is there are so many wickedly smart women who may be listening to this show who possibly are in corporate themselves right now thinking about a side gig or possibly have left a corporate environment and started their own business and weren't really clear, aren't really clear on how to communicate their value and ask for money in a powerful way. So I'd love to have you, if you would, maybe talk a little bit about the sales myths that you're aware of, and then maybe how you help people to get clear on their own value. It's a great question because you're right. There's so many people in their own business and even in other businesses that are told what their value is. And there's a job description that tells them what their value is. And when you start doing you know, a side business or you decide to get out there and do something on your own, all of a sudden, you have to value yourself. And you are now the product or the service or you know, you're, you're the actual thing that has to be exchanged. So you're the service, you're providing the service to get the result. And in a lot of cases, that's really hard for people to really look at themselves and value themselves because they have, what are they basing it on, right? It's, it's, this is what I'm good at. You know, why will people pay me for that? So a lot of times what uh, women and really lots of business owners look at what the competition is charging. Uh, what corporate says I was worth, all of the things that are out there that are concrete and tangible that just make sense. Well, I have more credentials, so maybe I can charge more. I'm doing this versus this. Maybe I can charge less or more or I should discount or whatever that is. Whereas, you know, what I, what I try to do with clients is really bring them into themselves 
And you start really by, there's the myths that I have is that sales is the selling part and it has to do with the money. That's one of the biggest ones. So to everybody out there, when I say the word sales, it usually conjures up this fear or this anxiety about having to ask somebody for money. I don't want to be salesy. I don't want to come across as pushy. I know they could use my service and I know I could do a you know wonderful transformation with them, but I don't want to ask that question. And what I work with clients to do is really have an understanding of the parts of the sales process. So there's marketing and marketing, you know, I work with them to get the right words and make sure that they're attracting the ideal client. So you want the client who wants to work with you. You want the client who wants what you're providing, whatever product or service you're providing. That's the first step. And the second piece, what I have said to my clients quite often is, okay, if I took the money piece out of sales, how would that feel to you? If a sale was going and talking to somebody who's interested in what you're providing, if it's just talking and saying, this is what I offer and this is the result that I can do with you, this is the transformation, is that something you're interested in? Or even reverse it, the person comes to you and says, I'm really looking for this. And you end up saying, that's actually what I do. So the money piece is completely out of that. And that to me is what a sale is. It's providing a service and getting a transformation. And that person is coming to you asking for that service. Now, the money part of it is the compensation part. But the value and intrinsic value of you and your product and your service really shouldn't change. It's really the valuable piece of what you're offering that makes you feel that it's worth whatever dollar you're going to come up with. And the money side of it, of course, there has to be some sort of money exchange. And so we do look at a variety of traditional ways to come up with pricing. So, you know, what's the competition doing? What sort of service are you providing? What do you feel your value is? What, what is the cost that your ideal client, if they don't have your service, What's their life going to be like? What other costs will they have? How will this be detrimental for them? So we do look at all those things, but the biggest piece is having them really understand who they are, who their client is, and the value that they're providing. Mm. And I've had a lot of clients end up saying to me, when they go through this process, they look at me and they'll say, I'm not charging enough, am I? I don't know how I even came up with that number. Yeah, I love that. I don't know how I even came up with that number because Diane, I have a little story about how what happened for me when I actually left the real estate business. Uh, I was still in the real estate business. I had two partners, but you know my value was always assigned to me by the man, right? The guy who was one of my partners who had been my boss and then we became partners, but like I never understood how to ask for my own value or even recognize my own value. So one of the things I did when I first kind of started to move away from that was I started my own little jewelry business and I had no idea how to price things. 
So I actually used my intuition and a little pendulum with a little like list of numbers. And I would sit, sit there That's using my great. intuition. Say, I love it. How much is this? Ouch. Like, how much is this <laughs> necklace worth? How much is this? And I had a friend who was taught me how to make jewelry. She took all the beads and she would count exactly yes. how much money the beads yes. cost. And she wasn't paying herself for her time yes. and, and the creativity and all of those mm -hmm. other things. So I literally priced by guidance. That's great. That's great. Yeah. And, and I think, I think Emerald, if more people did that, then they would probably be pricing themselves properly. I think the problem is they are counting the beads mm. and they are comparing themselves and they don't feel like they have as much experience. But if you've got a year's more experience than somebody who's coming up behind you, who has a lot of the same issues that you've just gone through in that year, that's a wealth of information that you have. Mm. And that's very valuable to that person coming up behind you. And so how do you value that? Mm. You need to really look at what you have, who you are, and it's also what you want. And I know you and I, uh, just in some of the work that we've done before, the have level and the yeah. giving level. If somebody isn't telling you what you're worth, yeah. how do you judge what you're worth? Great question. We're going to have to take a break on that. Love that question. That's going to be one of our pearls of wisdom right there. I can tell you that for sure. But right now we are going to take a short break. I want to thank all of our listeners who are downloading, rating, and reviewing. We are welcoming thousands and thousands of downloads from all over the world. I want to shout out this week to our listeners in Canada, which is where Diane is from, as well as to our listeners in Kenya. We'll be right back with Diane Cernsich. The Wickedly Smart Women podcast is brought to you by the Creative Age Consulting Group. Women, are you ready for a big revenue breakthrough so you can stop working like a man and being paid like a woman? Are you ready to take the leap and go deep to claim your value and convert your wisdom to wealth? Is now the time to fulfill your mission and change the world? Creative Age Consulting Group is hired by women just like you who want to break through to their brilliance and be heard by millions while building a sustainable business model that makes bank. Please visit apply.wealthylifemethod.com to apply for an invitation-only consultation. If you have been inspired to receive support in welcoming wealth by making your most heartfelt contribution to the world, be sure to apply for a consultation today. Once again, that is apply.wealthylifemethod.com or click in the link in the show notes to access the application. And we are back with Diane Cernsich. You can find out more about Diane at her site, www.successbyalchemy.com where you can register for a free discovery session with Diane to get insight on how you perceive sales, find your best and next move, and start unraveling any of the sales myths that are holding you back. She also has a free quiz there that you can take to evaluate your love-hate relationship with sales. We will have that URL in our show notes, but let me give it to you one more time, www.successbyalchemy.com. So Diane, I want to talk now about, I actually want to go down the path of 
for you personally, I want to kind of dive into you personally. When you left corporate, when you decided to kind of stake out on your own, right? Mm -hmm. When you had the vision of how you were going to create your own business, what did you do personally to learn how or to claim your own value and to continue to persist in valuing your vision and bringing your vision into life? Yeah, it's a great question. I think when I left corporate, I had a sense that I had done well. I knew that I had this skill set and I thought I could just take that skill set and be out there and do everything the same way. And it doesn't work that way. <laughs> I would say there was a lot of zigs and zags along the way. I started working. I almost didn't jump right in. I did have my own consulting business. And what I did was I worked with companies. So I would actually be hired or contracted by a company. I'd go in, I'd work with their sales team. I'd create a sales team. I'd work with the mindset of the company. I did all those kinds of things. So it was actually me doing my own thing, but still semi-corporate, right? Because I was doing things in that corporate world. When I started to really get a sense that there's so many people out there who have this issue with sales and with money and with valuing themselves. And I saw, especially women, I saw so many women with such amazing talents and gifts and just not doing what they should be doing. And they would always say, I don't know how to start. I don't know. Even if I could do it, I can't sell. And the sales was the reason they didn't want to do it. And quite often, they would say the sales were the reason that they had to go get a job or leave what they really love doing. And to me, it was just breaking my heart to see that so many people had this negative connotation of sales when really sales should have been you know, their strength because they're wickedly smart women who have these amazing talents and they just aren't quite sure how to get it out there. Mm. And so that's when I really made the, the jump to completely on my own. And it was tough because all of a sudden I was selling me mm. and I didn't have this corporate world and I didn't have that structure and I had to create something that would work for me. And when I realized that it's my talent and my gift and my perspective on the sales and marketing part of a business that I can help to teach people and bring some of that, you know, intuition along with the strategy and show them how you can have both and still be really authentic and honest with yourself. You don't have to give anything up. You don't have to be a salesperson. You don't have to be salesy or pushy. You can be exactly who you want to be and attract the people who you want to work with and who need your service. Mm, beautiful. Well, I'm moved now because, you know, you definitely are one of the people that I know who literally comes to the table with both kind of this more, shall we say, corporate structure-like mm -hmm. background. You've got that skill set but you also are overtly talking about, I mean, alchemy is the word that you use in your, in your business name. Uh, you overtly are talking about how your intuition was what allowed you to actually be successful. 
What I'd like to talk about is like bringing both of those together. And I think one of the things that I'm aware of, at least I've become aware of in my own business is a lot of women don't even think about, a lot of women in business don't even think about doing the math. Right. Right. Yes. And so literally there, and we all have different lifestyles. We Mm -hmm. all have different demands on the wallet, right? Mm -hmm. We all have Mm -hmm. choices that we can make around that. So, you know, I think our education system, in fact, and our, like, there's stereotypes around women don't know how to do math. They can't do math, you know, all of that kind of thing. So I'd love to have you talk about how you help people to demystify Maybe just basic math, number one, and then number two, how to amplify intuition so that they can make that magic happen where the math all adds up, the money gets exchanged, Mm -hmm. and the message is heard, and people are receiving what they need to receive as a result of the offer being accepted. I think that's a great way to put it, Emerald, because uh, you're right. Like, math is just something that you know, and I think it's, it is, it's money, it's math, it's numbers, it's, it's all of that, that if they, you know, I think if people think if they just step into it, they're just going to be so lost and confused that they don't even want to go there. So it's interesting because my daughter um, graduated from university with a math degree. And so obviously I love math too. So, but one of the things that I do with clients is they don't have to know all the math. They just have to know certain things. And that's the piece of the value part. And, and I mean, it's women and men because I've, there was a videographer that I worked with and he was selling all his services based on price. And when we just looked at the numbers, when just really simple, straightforward, and, and, you know, I'm not downplaying that people can't understand math, but you don't need to know it all. And when you have a sense of what you need to know, it's right there in front of you. And he was saying, oh man, like, what am I doing? I'm so not valuing myself. I'm so not valuing my services. If I did this, this is the result. If I did three more of these, this would happen. And I actually work with people if they're, you know, in a, in a company and they have a compensation plan, I'll help them demystify the compensation plan so that they can get more value out of every minute that they're working. Mm. And it's the same with the business. If you really understand what you want, start with you. What do you want out of the business? How many people do you want to work with? What days do you want off? How much time do you want? Like those are the kind of questions that I work with my clients in finding out the kind of lifestyle they want, the kind of people they want to work with, who their ideal clients are. And really out of all of that, they will give themselves the value that they deserve. And when you do that, it's the intuition and the gut and all that. When the stars align, the stars align. Mm -hmm. And when you throw a little bit of math in there, it usually makes it happen faster because you now have a path. You now have a concrete path of where you want to go. So you follow your gut, you follow your intuition, but you also have a little bit of a roadmap so that you can do the checks and balances to make sure that you are doing this for profit, like that you are going to make money out of it and not just give everything away. Mm. And that's the giving and the have level. It's, I talk to people about you can give things away. 
It's not that you can't give things away, but you need to receive enough so that you can give. Mm, yeah. And that's, that's really what sales is all about. You yeah. know, it's, it's understanding that. That, that equation, it, that, yeah, that it little is. piece of math, that it little is. piece of math right there. It yeah. is. And, and the, you know, the, the saying of don't put the oxygen mask on other people until you've got one on yourself yes. or you really can't give from an empty cup, all of those things. So yes. I love that you um, brought back in the, the giving having piece. So what I want to ask in our final question here is I do want to come back to the intuitive side of things, mm-hmm. the intuition side of things, because I'm actually conjuring up something to offer soon, specifically around intuition. So I would love to ask you if you have something either that you help your clients with or that you do on your own, you know, maybe one little tip to honor your intuition, value your intuition or enhance your intuition and be able to lean into it and trust it a little bit more. Is there a mm-hmm. practice that you have or uh, something that you can share with our listeners to help them be even just the slightest bit more trusting of their own intuition? Mm-hmm. I think that's a big piece of it is trusting. For me to really, when I was younger, to honor that piece of it was really hard because it wasn't common for people to say, I trusted my gut and I made the decision based on that. So I think the first thing for myself was really understanding and having an awareness of what it felt like in my body and what it felt like also in my mind, because I'm the logical as well. So when I had the gut feeling and my brain would say, seriously, is that what you're doing? I had to really trust my gut. And so I got my brain and my gut to work together to make the best decision to move forward. So it's not saying only use this or only use that, but it's really having an awareness of who you are and what works for you. And what's really interesting is when you start having that awareness, as you know, Emerald, stuff just shows up in front of you all the time. Like even now, I'll decide, I'm thinking of creating this new program or this new offering, and I'm not quite sure. So I'm thinking, do I need to test it? Even though my gut is telling me, yes, this is what you need. And sure enough, the next three phone calls calls that I have all are around whatever that is I'm talking about. So it's the awareness and really trusting and not only trusting, but taking action on it. Yeah. Because yeah. when you take the action, you that's don't, when magic happens. It is. And <laughs> you shouldn't need the proof, but it really, that's, that's yeah. you know, the proof yeah. is taking the action. That's the alchemy right there. Well, it is the alchemy. Yeah. So let's remind people that they can find out more about you at successbyalchemy.com. And we are at the end of the show. It has been such a pleasure to have you, Diane. So beautiful. What a great interview. I'm so grateful that you were able to come and be with me today. Listeners, we love feedback. Please let us know what you thought of today's show or send in questions or guest suggestions to listeners at wickedlysmartwomen.com. We might even give you a shout out on the show. Thanks for tuning in. Keep your ears open and remember you are a wonderful woman. 
Thanks for tuning in, downloading, and listening. Be sure to review and rate Wickedly Smart Women on Apple Podcasts and share with other women who can benefit from today's episode. Wickedly Smart Women is the premier podcast series for informing, activating, and inspiring the leader who carries profound wisdom and knows that now is the time to welcome wealth. We welcome your feedback and guest suggestions and invite you to subscribe to our mailing list to be notified of each episode at wickedlysmartwomen.com.